my Veg Your Besties. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Veg Your Best podcast. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm your vegan life coach. And we have a very interesting guest on Veg Your Best this week, Sun Sachs. Sun Sachs is from TheBeat.com and RewireFitness.com. And I know, I know, I've shared here before that when I was first getting serious about committing to a vegan practice, I started following and researching a number of vegan athletes, especially vegan endurance and ultra endurance athletes like Scott Urek and Rich Roll, James Lawrence, the Iron Cowboy. And I guess I thought that if these athletes could run back-to-back marathons just eating plant-based, then this bookish middle-aged lady could probably get enough protein being vegan. Sun Sachs, our guest this week, is a lifelong athlete and passionate about human fitness, wellness, and technology. And yes, he's a veteran vegan. This is one of those situations that I love when being vegan is just, maybe not a small part, but just a part of a busy, creative, exciting life. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Sun's early adoption of veganism, his inability to fuel himself as a young competitive athlete, his return to veganism, founding the plant-based media platform, thebeat.com, and his Rewire Fitness app, which brings technology, science, and mindfulness together. I was delighted that Sun wanted to be on the pod and that the Rewire Fitness app is not just for ultra-endurance athletes and uh, Peloton instructors. There's a lot to understand about his work and the Rewire Fitness app, so better hear it directly from Sun Sachs himself. And you may just hear some animals in the background. Catch you on the other side. Sun Sachs from Rewire Fitness, welcome to Veg Your Best podcast. Thanks so much, Michelle. Really looking forward to uh, chatting with you. Well, I'm looking forward to it too. You know, in some ways you may not be my most um, stereotypical guest on the uh, podcast, but you're vegan. And so that counts for an awful lot. And you're a vegan um, tech person and endurance athlete. And you have a long history with both those uh, ideas. And I'd love to see how you have um, created Rewire Fitness in that kind of, uh, in that image of veganism and endurance and mental and physical fitness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's multiple journeys there, as you might imagine. Um, I guess the, the backstory is uh, growing up in Boulder, Colorado, and uh, really getting exposed to sport at an early age, um, and also veganism and activism. Um, you know, both those things sort of interrelated. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I uh, built up uh, made some great progress as an endurance athlete. Uh, unfortunately, I suffered from burnout and injury at 26 and um, then went into product and software development. And so always kept um, my eye on the latest science and the latest tools for wellness and performance. And it's really those aspects all coming together to, uh, to build Rewire, which is a, a mental fitness tool 
think of it like an alternative to meditation that really helps you with uh, maintaining a positive mindset, building more resilience, and also holistically understanding where you're at each day from a cognitive, physical, and emotional standpoint. Well, that's fascinating because that's what I do as a coach is try to help people notice where their thoughts about what's going on in the world and in their lives, how those thoughts are manifesting in their feelings and then in their actions and the results they're creating. And so I think as an athlete, uh, you have very quantifiable results you can probably uh, lean into, whereas many of us not quite so quantifiable. So what are the, what are the benefits of having that kind of a uh, quantifiable mm, way of looking at your results and what are the negatives? Yeah. Uh, I think there, I'm glad you mentioned pros and cons because there, there could be some negatives as well. You know, similar to meditation in general, you want to be able to have a opportunity to be self-reflective and to, recognize patterns in your behavior. And sometimes those are not obvious. Um, like how would you know if you're extra emotional and, and that's a result of maybe a poor diet or uh, a bad night's sleep. Um, you know, what we're doing at rewire is providing tools to us to self assess, um, and do it in a way that's quantifiable so that you can be more aware of your state and then do something about it. Uh, and if there is a pattern, a chronic pattern, whether it be poor nutrition or um, and or um, a lot of cognitive fatigue and stress, those things have long-term consequences. So uh, the, the data can help. Now, of course, the other side of it is you could be very obsessed with the data and that in itself could add a lot of stress to your life. So, um, you know, I look at it as it's directional and it's another input, but you know, you're not a machine. So you, you definitely need to take it, take it in and digest it, but not live by the numbers purely alone, because uh, we're much more complex even than that. You know, we really have to look at the whole, the whole being the whole self when it comes to wellness. Oh, it's a tool. It's like everything yes. else. It's a tool. It's one tool in, in your, in your tool belt. Exactly. So tell me, what should our listeners uh, know about your journey to this to this place where you're at now with your software and product development and also your athleticism? Tell, tell me, where should we begin this story? Yeah, I mean, um, what I would say is, uh, you know, I don't mind sharing some in, inner details. You know, um, I have a very naturally perfectionistic mindset and a lot of determination and those two things can be incredible assets when kept in check. And they can also be something that can lead to burnout. And in my case, burnout and injury, trying to achieve a goal. Um, so, you know, it's been a long journey as an athlete. I've been an athlete for 40 years. So, uh, you know, worked on, you know, one, working up to an elite level in cycling. And then two, after retiring, continuing to do endurance sports uh, and, you know, having that really be part of my lifestyle, part of uh, sort of my wellness kit, if you will, and my longevity kit. Um, and in that journey, I've had to come up with more healthy relationships to something that gives me so much joy and so much of an outlet and almost some kind of a form of therapy because, you know, that can be a blessing and a curse. You know, as I've found out the hard way, you push yourself too hard 
and eventually you start to break down and it becomes a negative. So I've kind of gone through both sides of the spectrum and now I'm in a state, you know, at 51 where I'm the healthiest I've ever been, the strongest I've ever been. Um, you know, I have a lot of resilience uh, and uh, I'm grateful for that because uh, could have gone could have gone worse if I didn't, uh, you know, learn some things along the way. <laughs> well, that's what we hope the silver lining with problems, right? Yeah. That we learn something from them before it, before it gets uh, to the lethal level. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. So now you, as a vegan, how long ago and what was your vegan journey? A lot of my listeners are new to that journey and some of them, some of them are old hat at it, but I think most people like to hear where it started for others. Yeah, I have two parts to the journey. One started when I was 16, and I really um, became very aware of the negative impacts to animal agriculture as it relates to the environment and animal welfare. And that was enough for me to go vegan. So at 16, I went vegan, cold turkey. Uh, meanwhile, I was you know working my way up to an elite level as an athlete. And um, at some point, you know, there wasn't really a notion when I first started that this was a great uh, diet for health. We're talking uh, middle to late 80s. <laughs> so there were certainly some, uh, you know, some publications and some support, but it wasn't nearly what it is today. Before Game Changers. Well before Game Changers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, the, and boy, like, uh, as a as a stepping stone, all of the kind of uh, animal product alternatives were pretty horrible back then too. It was like it really did taste like cardboard. So you know, I basically just I wasn't doing it for health, and um, and I was burning a lot of calories. At some point, I was probably burning ten thousand calories a day, which is crazy. But that's you know, when you're working out eight hours, that's going to happen. And um, you know, I basically just crashed and burned on that diet. I got down to a very low body weight and um, and body fat percentage, uh, and was sick all the time. And I literally had to abandon it. Not because I it was incredibly painful to abandon it because I believe so much in it, um, but it wasn't the way I was approaching it was not healthy, and I and I didn't have any other knowledge or understanding. Mm. Um, you know, uh, kind of speed forward to approaching my 40th birthday. Um, you know, I was uh, 40 pounds overweight and uh, not healthy and still kind of like eating like an athlete and eating a ton of animal products. And um, cholesterol was, you know, approaching uh, a high level, uh, didn't feel well. And uh, I decided to reapproach it as I started to see more information on how how that diet can be very healthy, uh, how there's now you know evidence around disease prevention um, and around um, you know even performance, you, know, you started to see at that point in time, maybe 12 years ago, uh, you know endurance athletes reaching peak performance. So I was like, hey, wait a second, maybe I was just doing it wrong. <clears throat> so I eased into it. I literally just took one. Uh, one meal a day was vegan. The rest was just whatever we had at home. Uh, I started feeling better. I uh, started with a smoothie, then uh, as for breakfast, and then uh, moved on about three or four months later to a salad. So I was doing 
a vegan breakfast, a vegan lunch. Then continued moving forward. And about eight, nine months into it, I was like, I'm just going to go for it. So I did three meals a day, totally vegan. Um, the rest of my family was not vegan. That was a process. My wife was cooking two meals to, you know, like an extra meal for me. So that was a stressful burden. Um, fast forward a few years, each one of uh, my family members individually came to the conclusion that they wanted to do it. No, no pressure from me. And eventually the whole household became vegan, maybe two years into it, three years into it, something like that. Well, congratulations. You're ahead of me. I, I haven't, I haven't got <laughs> any, any vegan converts in my, in my nuclear family yet, but, uh, but it, I think, um, also I would say that pressure doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not at all. Not at all. And, and I, and I've been around in this, this space for a long time. And I remember the eighties, the eighties was very confrontational. And that does not work. That's pro proven out. You know, you need to have a welcome mat and you need to meet people where they are. And honestly, um, if you just eat more plants, you're going to be a lot healthier. You know, if you can get to the point, obviously ideal where you're, where you're vegan, fantastic, but just start with an improvement. You know, if you, if you're like, I either have to boil the ocean or I can't do it. A lot of people, they'll never get to that first step, you know? I think that's I think that's perfectly said. I totally agree. I think I consider veganism a practice because we have to practice it with every choice, every purchase, every meals throughout the day. And so if you haven't practiced getting to that point, it's really putting the cart before the horse. You really need to have some sense that you can live that way before you can commit. I think for most people, some people, of course, they switch overnight. And it's as you probably did as a young man. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But um, but you also need those skills that help you practice it for the long run. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, since then, you know, I went to Matthew Kenny's culinary school. Oh, cool. I helped found a media, uh, media uh, company called The Beat, um, you know, which is a very progressive plant-based media site and organization now uh, affiliated with Forks Over Knives. A lot of building blocks went into sort of my journey to help make it be sustainable. Now it's really easy. I don't even think about it at all, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel now that it's really not, a, not even when it doesn't work well, it's still not a problem. Even if you, when you're traveling or something, I still, I, you know, you run into some hiccups along the line, but I don't find it a problem either. I, as I said, in this week's podcast, you're either winning by getting what you want, or you're winning by standing up for what you want and letting other people understand that they're not offering you what you need. So yeah, yeah, winning yeah, or yeah. Winning. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And, and you got to kind of think on your toes sometimes, like if you're in a business dinner or something, you can almost always get something. There are rare occasions when you can't, but if you research ahead of time and then you just kind of pull the waiter aside, usually it's doable. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Sometimes you have to show them some leadership in terms of ideas of what, what you're asking for. But yeah, before we get into more about your, your actual work, I, I would like to know. So one of the reasons you couldn't keep up with it as a young, as a young athlete was there was no way you were going to be able to consume with your level of, of knowledge, enough calories, mostly right. To, to keep up with what you were expending. Is that the main, the main block as a, yeah. as a young athlete? 
I I didn't know what I was doing nutrition wise. So mm -hmm. the the notion of getting enough calories to me didn't even cross my mind. I was I was certainly trying to I was trying to eat as much as I could, but I wasn't looking for nutrient dense foods. Mm. Uh, you know, I wasn't. Uh, you know, like if I was to do it now, I don't see that it'd be a problem. Like I could load up a salad that could be fifteen hundred calories easily. Mm. Um, but I just didn't have that knowledge and understanding. Like for me, that's why it failed. Um, you know, was just lack of information. Because I occasionally, more than occasionally, people say, yeah, I tried to do that, but I was, I was weak. I was fatigued. I was faint. And it's like, well, mostly, did you try eating more food? <laughs> so, <laughs> number, yeah. Idea number one. But uh, right. also a lot of people um, who are socialized as women or socialized with this idea of thinness, um, we tend to be like freaked out by an enormous plate of yeah. food and yes. you have to have a big heaping plate um, to get yeah. enough calories. Yeah. I mean, everybody's metabolism is different. I would also say I would add to my particular problem is that um, I had a very fast metabolism. So like already before switching that diet, I had to eat a lot of food. So then on top of that, I end up with something, you know, a recipe where I'm just really undernourishing myself it was not great. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, no, that's fascinating, and that's and it and it shows uh, it, it shows that it's um it's a challenge. It's not um, a problem. It, it's something uh, for for adults for with the information we have now out there in the in the web sphere, we have uh, options to learn a lot more about it than you did as a young as a young yeah a young athlete. So yeah. tell me, let, so let me understand. Tell me about Rewire Fitness. What's what's the goal, and and what is it that you feel like you've uh, you've addressed in the market? Yeah. So the goal is really to provide uh, tools for mental performance and wellness. Um, you know, I have a background, obviously, in product and software development, but also have just always been a seeker of things that can improve my well-being and um, you know my performance. And so it's a it's an evidence based approach. We basically take um, uh, take science um, from the lab and we apply it in a way that is very accessible to people. Um, so historically, there's different areas of science around resilience training and around um, um, neuroscience for cognitive recovery that uh, has not come to market. And so what I wanted to do originally in founding the company is bring those tools, uh, not only to myself, because I really wanted them, but also to everyone else. And um, the best way to think about it is it starts off with a, a 90 second practice in the morning where you open up the app. Um, if you've connected, if you have any wearables, we'll connect the wearables. And, um, you know, like, let's say I have an aura ring on, connect your sleep data. Maybe I have an Apple watch, we connect um, some other data. And um, basically, we'll um, understand where you're at physically. If you don't have any devices, no worries, we, uh, we can collect it inside the app. And um, uh, then we'll do a cognitive test. So we understand your cognitive state that day. And then we'll do an emotional questionnaire. We'll understand your emotionality that day compared to your baseline. So what that allows us to do is understand physically, cognitively, uh, and emotionally uh, where you're at. 
And then based on that, we prescribe an intervention, which is a two to four minute session like meditation, but doesn't require a practice, doesn't require any prior experience. And you can drop right in and feel the effects. Uh, and it might be something like you're addressing a poor night's sleep. You know, it's not a replacement for sleep, but if you happen to have a bad night's sleep, there's something you can do about it. Uh, if you're trying to get the motivation to go to a workout, you could do a pre-workout session to, to really work on your, uh, your psychological state. Um, and when you're mentally sharp, we'll prescribe a, uh, some resilience training to really help you improve on the mental resilience side. Well, that just sounds wonderful. It sounds like the idea that, um, I, I love the idea that there is, there are things that you might be thinking didn't go well. I didn't eat that well, or maybe I, uh, I celebrated with champagne last night, or I, um, was up with the baby all night. And then it, it kind of gives you another way of looking at your training. That's not a problem. There is a workaround. It's kind of a, it's kind of comforting that, okay, <laughs> well, we'll just fit, we'll just feed this into the app and we'll, um, we'll go from there. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's, um, you know, a lot of products will basically just say, you had a bad night's sleep, consider taking a rest day. You know, mm -hmm. for the average person, that's not realistic. We all have responsibilities and and life is very dynamic and you can't predict certain things. As, right. Even though you may want to control it all, like myself, what can you do? So, you know, better to do something proactively based on understanding where you're at and sort of having that illuminated or reflected back at you than to do nothing and to go into the day already at a deficit and now it's going to get worse, you know? So the, the sessions are meant to, like I use them all the time in the middle of the day, just like I have a meeting coming up. Uh, I could do, you know, a very short session. They're actually as short as a minute. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much you can accomplish in a minute in terms of improving your mental state. If you just take the time, we don't take the time. We don't take, we don't give ourselves, I'm not speaking generally, but generally we're go, go, go. We're looking at our devices and if anything, those are stressing us out and um, we're not really giving ourselves a, a moment to stop, reflect, um, recover. And that can make a big difference. Yeah, I like the way it, it embraces the fact that you have a real life and you have real, real emotions, real ups and downs instead of just best case scenario or... Nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, my, some of the people who follow me know I've been doing, I'm, I'm brushing up on my Italian before going to um, Italy. And I've always resisted this app called Duolingo, which you can learn mm -hmm. language. And anyway, so I've, I was like, oh, what am I going to learn from that thing for a couple minutes? But, you know, over 60 days and it reminds you, it sends me a little thing. You just need like 30 seconds here or three minutes here. And the idea of um, using our technology to really support us, to support mm -hmm. our goals is th that's the dream, right? Because so much of our technology is sucking away our, mm -hmm. uh, our, our focus and our, and our, um, and our deliberate, the, our uh, deliberateness, but the idea of something like what you're talking about that really supports our, our, uh, our goals is Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it sounds I, fun. Yeah. And also, I know yes. with my clients, it's hard to get them um, often to 
check in with themselves. When I say, okay, well, that you had that day, what was going on that day? And they're like, I, I don't know. And I say, you know, I try to get them to like make a note or, you yeah. know, make a, a note on their calendar. So how, how do you make that more? Um, is it, is it part of the app that it, that you get to put mm-hmm. in those? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, when you first sign up to the app and it's um, what I'm describing, it's, totally free. Um, there isn't a kind of what we call an elite version, which has more recommendations, but you basically just, um, open up the app in the morning. You can set a reminder for yourself. It's meant to be, you want to do it in a consistent way. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, the second you wake up, you, mm-hmm. I usually, it's usually 15 minutes after I wake up, but I sit down in my chair, open up the thing. I go through it. And then there's a note field where you can add your notes for what happened that prior day or what you're feeling like today. And then it'll generate um, basically all the insights. And from there, um, you can basically go into the uh, the section around my, what we call mindset recovery. And you can choose any number of programs to help you prepare for your day or um, you know throughout the day. Uh, what, if you do connect with some of the devices, like if you do have a Garmin or, or something like that, it'll continuously monitor. So after a workout or something, it'll bring you back in. Uh, and we do have what we call smart notifications. So again, we're trying to help you build like Duolingo. We're trying to help you build those healthy habits. The other thing that's useful is after every session, you'll be able to see quantitatively how it helped you. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you know, again, huge fan of meditation, but you're never going to know how well you meditated. (laughs) There's no, there's no data coming out of, you know, the apps that are going to tell you that. Uh, and it's, it's helpful. It's helpful to see what works and what doesn't. So you can, of course, find, find those things that are helpful and repeat them whenever you need to, you know, once you notice like, wow, that particular session really helped me de-stress. The next time you're stressed, you're going to re- recall that and you have a solution as opposed mm-hmm. to just, you know, defaulting to whatever your normal mode of operating is. So is this something that is for people who are uh, very serious athletes or is it something that uh, young athletes or people getting back into some fitness who have had some, um, you know, who have been, who haven't been working out for a while? Is it, is it, is there a certain demographic that it's suitable for or not suitable for? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, we have every kind of athlete and non-athlete using the product right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have um, uh, basically college athletes, uh, adult amateur athletes, professionals, uh, any kind of sport, you name it. Um, we have doctors using it as you know for care for their patients. We have emergency workers using it. Um, when you open up the app, you'll be able to choose sort of how you would self-identify. One of them is maybe you just want to work on wellness. Okay. So if you choose that, the system's going to understand that. And, um, and you can definitely just focus on that aspect. If you care about mental performance, you can choose to do the neuro training sessions and those will help you with more resilience, whether it's for working out or just general mental resilience when you're in challenging situations. So you can, you can sort of opt into more stuff if you want, but um, I would say a lot of people could benefit from it. 
So I was just be just earlier today when I was talking to uh, a, a, an acquaintance about this. She's working on her uh, PhD, her um, her dissertation, and she goes, "I need an app to do my dissertation." So <laughs> is, is, is there is there a uh, it, that would be mental training, right? And that would be yeah. energy training. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you an, like how I would prescribe a solution for, her. Yeah. um, we have passive, we call passive sessions, uh, and they, they leverage a technology and a, and a science, uh, called binaural beats, which are basically a, what they call brain entrainment, uh, technique where your brain perceives these waves coming through your earbuds, uh, and tries to starts to mimic them. So we can broadcast a theta wave or a beta wave. In her case, she could go in and choose a 120 minute session just on beta wave, which is gonna help her brain stay focused for those two hours. Mm. Put the earbuds in, just work. It's relaxing, calming music. So it's not like it's gonna be very distracting. There's no words or anything. Uh, and so it's very, we're very much about um, meeting people where they are and providing solutions without um, that can be done in parallel with whatever they have to do. You know, um, there's even sessions that'll take you through breathing and other, other techniques without looking at the screen as well. So there's a lot you can do in the system, um, passively. Well, that's, that's fascinating. When I brought that up, I was thinking you, you would, uh, I didn't know you would have a, have a an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's great. So, okay. So make a couple scenarios for how people, uh, who are sitting at home thinking, yeah, I don't really use a lot of apps and I don't really know what I would do with it. Give me a couple quick scenarios of people who you think would have, um, who aren't you, who aren't into the whole quantified self sort of uh, movement, aren't thinking um, in, along these terms, how they might um, be surprised that they might want to try this. Cause you said there's a free, a free uh, yes. option for, to start. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I hear the, I hear the wolf. <laughs> we got a lot of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And I have a cat next to me who may, may come into the screen if she feels like oh, it. The um, more the merrier. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so a couple scenarios, Yeah. let's say, um, you're at work, you have a, having a stressful day, a lot of meetings, back to back meetings. We know the drill, no breaks. You skip your lunch, you're getting burnt out and stressed out. And now you have like a five o'clock executive meeting and you're like, oh no, I am not ready for this. And I'm just burnt out and stressed out. You would open up the app. You go into the mindset recovery. You could either choose uh, what we what we would call prepare, prepare for competition, um, or um, one of the stress management solutions. And uh, what would happen is, let's say it's the stress management in four minutes or two minutes. If you only have two minutes, I've done it like waiting for a taxi cab. Like you can do it in a very short amount of time. It's going to take you through a specific kind of breathing modality. Like in this case, it'd probably be something like box breathing, which mm -hmm. is going to get you into a homeostasis. Um, it's going to bring in uh, visualization, self-talk, and even subliminal priming, which is basically positive imagery to prime your mind for positive thinking. So it's going to go through that whole thing in two minutes. You're absolutely going to feel refreshed uh, and better for it. You know, the average... Um, 
users uh, improvement in stress reduction is 70% using our product. And this is all self-reported. So they're telling us on average, wow, that helped me significantly. Mm. So that's, that's one example. Another one would be, let's say your, um, I have one for you. Uh, uh, cause I, cause I, one. I, have, no, one. Yeah. I have nothing but grandchildren <laughs> right now. So a parent who has been up all night and now has to like get on zoom and work with, yeah. um, in, with, yep. with some, some sort of concentration. Okay. So that, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, what I, we, we have, a, a we have lots of sessions, but one in particular I'm thinking of is called focus. And what that's going to do is again, it's going to take you through a breathing modality. Like breathing is really amazing because it, uh, gets, it basically directs your body into different states. Uh, we call those states either parasympathetic or sympathetic, which is basically you're in a fight or flight or you're in a recovery state. You can do a breathing like a step up, uh, which basically is a form of hyperventilation breathing, and it's going to get you into a hyper-focused state. And then we combine that with binaural beats, uh, you know, a beta, beta frequency, which is going to get you, again, your brain is going to get into a focused state. Um, I've also, you know, I've gone on mountain climbs where I, for two or three days, I get very little sleep, and then we have to summit, and I'll put on the binaural beats to mimic uh, you know, the rest and recovery stages for an hour or two hours instead of sleep because I can't get sleep, you know, and it, it, I'm much better off than I would be if I did nothing. Now, again, we never would recommend doing it instead of sleep. That's a bad recipe. But if you don't get enough sleep, there's definitely things you can do to be better off, um, whether you're just putting the earbuds in or doing a session before, uh, you know, before a meeting or something like that. So that, that's actually all fascinating. So where are you getting your, um, how are you developing, getting the evidence? How are you, where are you getting your information for how you prescribe through the, uh, through the app? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have a team of uh, scientific advisors across neuroscience, um, physiology, human performance, sports psychology. Uh, we work with that group Um you know, and review the latest research, continue to develop new ideas. Um, to date, we've worked, you know, very closely with a number of scientists as we built out the product and applied the science from the lab to a consumer product, which is very hard to do. That's why it took us three years to develop the product, um, was a lot of testing, a lot of working with users. Mm. Um, and, you know, we're, we're uh, constantly iterating on the product um, based on feedback and and uh, the latest research so it will keep evolving but um you know there's a there's a number of research studies and scientists we could point to that uh that the product is built around and so would you say this works for adolescents as well as maybe elderly senior seniors or is there any kind of demographic age group or health concern that you would not recommend use use this app um yeah there that's a great question so i mean you know technically um the app is made for adults um you know if adolescents want to do that they would have to be uh, at the permission of their parents you know and that's um that's not something we directly have control over, obviously, but it's, mm -hmm. it is made for adults. Um, and um, then in terms of areas where there might be concern, you know, anyone can use it at any age. 
particularly with around some of the neuroscience techniques, we do have a warning uh, if you have epilepsy mm-hmm. um, or other types of similar neurological uh, diseases. We do have a warning um, where you can basically disable those features. And what those features are just things that flash in quick succession or things that might you know, cause a bad reaction. But um, mm-hmm. beyond that, there's, you know, we're just talking about um, psychological techniques, neuroscience techniques, and physical techniques with breathing modalities. So it's very, you know, there's, there's nothing really risky there. It's just, I think if you have a pre-existing condition or an epilepsy, I definitely would recommend checking in with your doctor first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, so it sounds like it's a, a very flexible situation you've created because we've all got brains. <laughs> we've all got <laughs> <Yeah>. goals. <laughs> um, yeah. So to get to, for people to try the, the free version, tell me how that works. Yep. So they just go to um, either the app store, uh, either app store, and they can search for rewire fitness, mm-hmm. or they can go to, they can go online to rewirefitness.app uh, and they can find out information there. And basically you'll, um, you'll download a free trial, you'll sign up. Um, and what the free trial includes is the readiness assessment in the morning, as I described it, the, you know, the full, all the features, and then uh, a select number of recovery and resilience training programs. If you want the more advanced features where the system will understand your state and recommend an intervention very customized to you, that's an upgrade. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's still, still relatively inexpensive, but, um, but you don't have to upgrade. You could literally just use the free version and all of the sessions on your own as long as you want. So it doesn't expire. Yeah. So you can grow your familiarity with the, with the whole process and get used to it before you commit. Yep, exactly. So are you still working with the beat now, which is now mm-hmm. gone to forks over knives? Tell me, tell me about your work there. Yeah. So uh, in um, the fall of 2018 mm-hmm. we founded the beat the um the idea around the beat is to have a very accessible online media brand for nutrition health advice um, really supporting the vegan lifestyle you know where to go f- where to find great vegan food in your area uh, all of those things and even the latest news it's a it's a great brand you can check it out on um on instagram as well uh, and uh, other social media channels and, um, you know, as a technologist and a vegan, um, you know, I helped uh, co-create that platform and, uh, and support um, the team there. And then um, they decided to join forces with Forks Over Knives, Knives. So there's a parent entity, which is Forks Over Knives and The Beat, all under one umbrella. I see. Um, but The Beat still exists as its own, as its own um, entity. It just has a parent company. Yes. The, okay. Yeah. So exactly. The Beat, the beat.com is how you would find it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of great materials. It's very similar and supportive to what you're doing. So it, it, you know, it's really trying to help people on their plant-based journey, meeting them where they are. Um, there's, you know, total vegans like me that are on the site. And then there's people that are curious, what they call plant curious. <laughs> curious, plant curious. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 And that's B E T B E E two E E E T. 
Com. Okay. Exactly. Thebeat.com. The right. beat. Yes. Thebeat.com. Okay. So that so and are you are you looking for more apps to develop? Are there any ideas you have for uh, continuing to to create new software or platforms for um yeah, I'm, you're mm-hmm. nodding, so I'm guessing you've got something you're working yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I have uh, a lot of no shortage of ideas, right. uh, just just shortage of time, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Rewire Fitness uh, product is is uh, expanding now to uh, to teams and coaches, so that's that's also a pretty cool thing, you know, um, you know, like the doctor that's using it. He has all of their patients have an aura ring. So we track the sleep that connects with rewire. And so they can holistically understand where their patients at each day, um, you know, and give them wellness advice. It's not medical advice, but it's, but it's wellness advice. Yeah. 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 And they get a sense of how their team players are doing or their, their patients are doing. um, Exactly. And seeing what, what challenges are popping up for them on a day-to-day basis. This is such an issue with, um, all kinds of health coaching. I don't specifically do health coaching, but compli- I, I help a lot of people with the compliance of mm. what they've been asked to do by their physicians or what they want to do for themselves and are having sometimes trouble. And that I, sounds like this would be a great way of kind of helping you see in real time what's going on. Definitely. Yeah. At a, at a high level, you're, you're going to see what's changing from day to day and hopefully be able to relate it back. We don't have nutrition in the app. Like that's not what, not something we track yet. We will ultimately, but you know, you can see what impact your lifestyle habits or your stress have had on your, you know, your state over time. And it's really important to recognize if for instance, day after day, you have a lot of frustration, which the app will track or day after day, your your cognitive performance is declining. So, you know, and that could manifest in a lot of different ways. You know, you, you lose attention. Um, you know, you, you, you can't focus on things. Um, you just feel tired. You feel physically unmotivated. You have a higher amount of emotionality. Like what people don't always recognize is if you, um, let's say you get a bad night's sleep. And that impacts your ability for your brain to recover from the previous day's stress. You're going to have less cognitive control and cognitive control is a, um, the ability to basically manage those emotions and keep your mind in a, in a productive, positive mindset. So if you lose cognitive control and you're more emotional, that could be a result of not taking care of yourself or not getting enough sleep and understanding those trends is the first step um, because you may not even be aware why you're grumpy all the time or why you're having trouble focusing all the time. What a good point, because mental load is, is really a thing. You know, it's, it's, it's a thing that a lot of us um, don't feel comfortable. You know, we want to just go, I'll just push through it. I'll just push through it. Of course. Um, and it doesn't mean acknowledging we have some mental load or some emotional drains on us doesn't mean that we're slacking. It just means we're acknowledging that we're living in the real world where it's not just one. We don't just have one uh, goal in our life, in our day. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'll just I'll give an example that I believe everyone could relate to. Um, you have a long stressful day at work. A lot of things happen. Let's say you get out an hour later. 
and you're supposed to go to the gym or go for a run. One, it's going to be extremely hard to motivate yourself to do that because you're just cognitively burnt out. But two, if you actually went out and did your workout, it would feel harder. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it not, unless you have a physical job, it's not harder because your body's tired. When your mind is tired, that reflects back into how you perceive your body's physicality and your body's energy level. So that whole misperception dynamic will happen when you're under a lot of cognitive stress and cognitive mm-hmm. load. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, we're, and we're, and in those situations, we very often might go for coffee, sugar, uh, or just put our feet up or just like do all the things that maybe aren't helping with that. Right. Not addressing it. Yeah. That it's maybe avoiding it, but avoiding it's not, or, or yeah, or compensating, but it's not going to be a solution. Right. Hmm. Um, and now, do you have anything about jet lag? Do you have any? <laughs> that's the other thing. I've, I was just looking at an article about jet lag, which said to to change your time to the to the place you're going four or five mm-hmm. days ahead of time. And I was like, well, that's absolutely not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe I need an yeah. app for that. There is, yeah, there are apps for that that'll basically slowly uh, uh, have you acclimate to like an earlier and or an hour earlier, an hour earlier until you land almost on the time zone before you leave. Mm. Um, yeah, we don't um, have anything specifically for that, but I would fall back to, you know, after that travel, you know, which can be super strenuous, and then you, you know, you're you you have a lot of cognitive load for maybe not getting enough sleep, you could still, you know, on the taxi cab ride to the hotel, you could put the binaural beats in, in the, on the plane, instead of sleeping, if you can't sleep, you could have the binaural beats in. you could do something to try to compensate a little bit for that stress and the lack of sleep. Um, but nothing like perfect specifically for jet lag. Yeah. But that's just one of those uh, classic things that, that throw people behind with their fitness and with their work is when they're feeling that that discomfort. Sounds like that's at least something we can do that's exactly. possible. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You, you want to be able to do something, not just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, son, this is wonderful to, to hear this. I was, when I first heard about your work, I was, wasn't quite sure that it was for, for my, uh, my listeners. And I think... I think you've shown that it really is something that um, has a wide application, really wide application. Uh, Rewire Fitness sounded to me like everybody was going to, we're, we're all Peloton uh, instructors. <laughs> <laughs> right. maybe, maybe there's room for all of us. <laughs> there, there should be. Yeah, we, we truly want to help the human condition. There's a lot of stress, um, anxiety, uh, cognitive load that's not being addressed. And we think we can contribute to that. So yeah, I hope it's helpful. That's marvelous. Well, I'm going to have all the links to your work and your app in the show notes of this podcast when it goes live. And um, I'm going to link to you in social media. So everybody who's listening or everybody who finds out I've, I've interviewed you, they'll be able to find you, find your app, find your work, and also find thebeat.com. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you. Very nice to meet you, son. Thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank you. So, so what did you think of Sun? You know, there were a lot of different threads in our conversation together, Sun Sachs and I. And I, of course, always want to hear the vegan origin stories, even when the road is not smooth. Actually, maybe even especially when the road is not smooth. But what really delights me 
is knowing that more and more vegans are showing up in every aspect of our culture. Now, mindfulness is at the heart of everything we do here in coaching. And what a dream if wearable technology and that omnipresent mobile device can be part of the solution in our busy lives. I'm going to have all the contact links for SunSax, his companies, and his app in the show notes. Now, you can find him easily on Instagram. And since he mentioned the Matthew Kenny Vegan Cooking Course, I'll include that link as well. Thanks for being with us this week, VegHeads, and all my Veggie Besties. I'll be back again next week. In the meantime, Veg Your Best. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best. <laughs>